This Augusta Golf Show podcast is brought to you by Audi Augusta, online at AudiAugusta.com. Jeff Shackelford's newsletter is called The Quadrilateral News from the Majors. There was a major championship last week. Jeff was at the PGA. It's a pleasure to welcome Jeff Shackelford back to the Augusta Golf Show. How are you, Jeff? I'm doing great, John. And you? I'm good. Uh, Let's start with the golf course. You and everybody else seem to really like Southern Hills. So how did it fare for you? Gosh, I I thought it was uh, a home run. It probably almost exceeded uh, our hopes. You know, they had some curveballs thrown their way weather-wise leading into the event. They had a lot of rain and uh other issues that that uh, always make a superintendent nervous but they got some warm weather right before the event and the bermuda grass you know people forget that you need some warm weather for that bermuda and they got it and so the fairways were unbelievable the players raved about it uh i mean they had the best superintendent in the country i think and uh and then we got a great mix of wind you know just like last year at kiowa where you if you wanted to script it I don't know if you'd script the, the temperatures in the high 50s, but you love that different wind each day. So compared to past majors, which were kind of dreary there, you know, they took driver out of their hand. It was a lot of rough and hack out and lay up and plot along. I just thought this was, when you look at the different playing styles, it brought out all sorts of different players, rewarded all sorts of uh, different ways to play the game, and that ultimately is, to me, the best compliment you can you can pay to a setup and a design. You may have just answered the question. I'm asking the architect in you. What is it? What is it that Gill brings to projects he takes on? Well, in this case, this one was was uh, kind of obvious to those of us who like the old architects. It was just a, you know, uh, like a painting that's covered in dust, and you got to get the dust off and. And everything else was pretty much there, uh, except for for little stuff like getting the how the bunkers look and uh, convincing the members things. And I guess that's probably Gil's uh, best talent, having worked with him, is is convincing people uh, to to do some of these things that they think make the course easy or whatever whatever it is that members get worried about. Um, you know, that's always the biggest hurdle, more than doing things that the PGA of America, if you're going to have a tournament, uh, cares about. They're they're pretty much all on board with this stuff, uh, with exceptions. So uh, it's, it's that sort of marketing side of it, and especially in this case where the bones were really good, but um, it had been kind of allowed to, to go in a direction that wasn't uh, what it looked like in the old photographs. You know, I texted Gil at some point. I hadn't really realized it till maybe Friday afternoon watching. And Gil was on the show and didn't really mention this. But I texted him to ask him if he flattened out the teeing areas. And he said, oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, it, yeah. <laughs> uh, somewhat flat. Um, you know, they're, uh, they still had kind of a, you know, they had a rolling vibe to them. And that, that was one thing I was a little nervous about because... You know, one of the things we we talk about all these country clubs and restoration, and and I'm sure a lot of people wonder, like, well, who cares about that? Well, one of the things they did last week that's that would be just amazing for the game, not not every golf course, but a lot of courses, is they they have one cut from that tee to the fringe, mm-hmm. and that is a fairway mower that mows the tee, and it just goes right on down the line. And most people's reaction is, ah, oh, well, that's more grass to mow. Well. Yeah, but if you've ever watched a crew go and hand walk 
tees, uh, mow tees, you know, and they put the mower back on the cart and they go to the next tee. Um, it's really time consuming. And so when we talk sustainability and grow the game and all those buzzwords, this is actually something was an, or at least I feel is an example of, yeah, that's actually better for the game um, because it reduces a bunch of layers of maintenance and cost and time and effort that's just not necessary. So as far as I could tell, people embraced it, and it just looks cool. You know, it's just when you walk off the tee, John, you just walk on this beautiful tight turf, and there's a walk-in-the-park element to it that I, I love as well. We're talking with Jeff Shackelford here on the Augusta Golf Show. Let's talk a little bit about what happened there. Um, okay, the three players, Justin Thomas, uh, Will Zalatoris, Mito Pereira. So who has the best chance of continuing on? Who's who? It's obvious Justin benefits from the win, but who do you think continues to play well? Oh, oh definitely just Thomas by a ton uh, because he's got so much game, and we've been kind of watching and wondering – uh, what's going on, and I've been watching, and it's just been, he's been so focused on his putting to the point where um, it, it's ridiculous. Like, hey, he's just, just trying too hard to figure out the putting. And so he finally had a good week. Um, he's got all these different shots. You just got to think he's going to contend in a British Open here pretty soon, if not this year. And he's got a great caddy who will coach him around the old course. Um, you know, Zalatoris, another amazing major, um, doing it with a stroke that, that looks a little scary at times. Um, so I, I don't know how long his upside is because it usually doesn't get better with the putting. But, um, wow, he, couldn't, he really didn't do a whole lot wrong. And, of course, he made some clutch putts right at the end. So um, huge, huge upside for him. And then, obviously, uh, Mito Pereira is just um, – that was a kind of a breakthrough week. I have no idea if it's a one-and-done thing. But he won three times last year and on the Corn Ferry. So he's obviously – there's something there that's uh, – I mean, you know, he, he – <laughs> that was a full smoke and mirrors final round. And um, that, to me, is the ultimate tribute. You know, there's no way you, you're going to play four great days. And he played the first three days – he played some incredible golf, and that every tournament a player has one day that's just not as good. And man, I don't think he gets the credit he deserves um, for holding that round together as little as he had <laughs> in his arsenal. And then you know he just happened to he just made a mistake there on 18 and should have been bailing out left, and and that was the difference for him. And uh, he'll learn from it. What's What's your sense of Rory? Is he getting closer to a major or farther away? I, I don't know. I don't sense he's getting closer. Um, yeah, I really don't know what it is that's um, why he can't put together three, kind of what we just talked about, those three, three mm-hmm. good days and then get – it's that bad day for him that still is, is, is pretty bad <laughs> it's pretty, for a guy of his – uh, composure and intelligence and calm and uh, security in life and all that. He just doesn't seem to um, turn those those 75s into 70, let's say, like Scotty Scheffler did in round one. I mean, he, had just, he was just had nothing, and he shot 71. Um, so I don't know why that is. It's very strange, and uh, uh, he's probably at an age where if he hasn't figured that out, it's just not going to happen. Um, but, you know, he opened with a great 65, and unfortunately 
he should have just played even par from there, and he would have been in the playoff, and he and he just couldn't do it. And, and uh, hmm. uh, yeah, so and he's not a great wind player, and it was very windy. So I guess you could also say, well, it was a positive week for him because he played well in a, a pretty a really windy week, actually. Um, is is Tiger the ceremonial golfer he promised us he wouldn't be? I don't think so. Really? Um, gosh, I mean, watching him on Sunday out there when I got there early, oh, my gosh. He, 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 yeah, a couple of people made the Willie Mays comparison. I'm sorry. He, he's still hitting the ball a long way. The ball striking's phenomenal. Um, the short game, watching him work around the greens was incredible. But his body just let him down. Um, and then yeah, he gets another major, second major in a row uh, where it's cold. And and he might have might have done a little damage on the foot. I don't know. He flew out here to where I live and uh, where his doctor is from uh, his most recent surgery. So he was clearly either set to do that for a checkup or something happened. We of course we don't know. Uh, he hasn't said. But gosh, now everything I see, uh, if he's if he's if the body will let him, uh, he's absolutely on my list of contenders. For for uh, the Open Championship at the Old Course, just because of his, the combination of the intelligence, the the love of the course, the love of Lynx golf, the patience, you know, the conservative style that will be needed there, and and then the game is still there. Uh, it's just will the body let it uh, let it happen for four rounds? Okay, all right. What was your favorite? Yeah. What was your favorite part of the week? What did you really like? Uh, I just loved being on the property and knowing what it used to be like. Now, part of it, too, John, is most of the majors were there in June and August, and Mm -hmm. it was just insufferably hot. Um, Maybe it was just warm last week. It was 90 and humid, but it was was not um, uncomfortable. And just being on the property and, you know, looking across it, and it had this, this sort of bright, uh, airy vibe. It's just neat when you're at a tournament with big crowds and you can look off in the distance and you see it almost looks like a painting. It doesn't look real. And it didn't have any of that before. It was just all kind of choked out. So it just had a beautiful feel to it, great energy from the the people. And, you know, the, these majors need to go to more places like that where it's the big event in town and everybody's excited. It just brings so much energy, energy to the course. And the players, I think, fed off that. So that was that was my my main takeaway is just uh, how how uh, good the feeling was on site. You can subscribe to Jeff's newsletter, the Quadrilateral News from the Majors. Uh, he is Jeff Shackelford. I uh, thank you for saying yes to this, Jeff. I always appreciate it. Thank you, sir. All right, thank you, John.